Woo. There it is. Alright, moving on. Did the microphone kick me into? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Yes, Can we get did. that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> I did. Are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. So we've thought about redoing the intro, but with all the Cam Newton stuff going on, like we got to leave it in there, right? It's, it still fits. Get that overrated piece of crap. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> For Bill Belichick thought. <laughs> All right, Chris and Alex here with another episode of Late Night Shots. How's it going, buddy? Oh, tired. But so, like normal. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do have an excuse. You drove like fourteen hours or whatever. And had a little bit too much of that daddy juice over the weekend. Too much or not enough? Too much. Just enough. All right. That's good. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. That's a, someone else who got just a little bit too much would be Todd Gurley on his last run. And that's going to be the mulligan this week. Good segue. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> and we actually are going to, it sounds like, disagree on this one a little bit. But it's the mulligan for this week. Uh, end of the game. Falcons are down by one. I think that's what it was. Falcons are down by two. It's 14-16. They got the ball at the 10-yard line. And... Yeah, I think they had the ball at the 10-yard line. And Gurley takes the handoff, breaks a couple tackles, and as he gets to the end zone, realizes he doesn't need to score because they could go knee-knee, kick a field goal, win the game. Yep. Tries to fall down, but he has the ball in his left arm, which is closer to the end zone, and the ball just lands right on the goal line. And it was funny because he's laying there, like all disappointed. There's three or four lines around him holding their arms up, like <laughs> celebrating that he scored a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> and normally it's like, oh, he scored a touchdown. Cool. Uh, go for two because being up by four, being up by six, not a huge difference or so you would think, but yeah. you still want to be up by six. Yeah. Uh, Detroit has a minute and four seconds. They go down. And this is one that probably confused some people, especially with seeing how a Detroit game ended a few years ago. No more Golden Tate caught a slant at like the half yard line they overturned the touchdown and called him down at the half yard line 10 second runoff game was over yeah i kind of hate that rule. yeah so i thought it was just if it went to review and it was live like it's oh he caught it it's a 10 second runoff but that's only if the play's overturned oh so that happened in this game um galladay caught it at the 29 yard line they reviewed it to make sure it was a catch but it was already a catch. They kept it a catch. So the ball would just, could just be hiked at the current time on the clock or whatever. Well, that's just that's terrible. Yeah. But, like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. I don't know. So Detroit ends up scoring on a 29-yarder as time expires. Then there's uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on Hawkinson, I think, who caught the touchdown. Prater has to kick a 48-yard extra point where all of a sudden that two-yard or two-point <laughs> conversion by the Falcons. Comes into handy. But, so he makes the extra point anyway. Fal- or Falcons lose 22-23 to the Lions. So the mulligan is girly. Should he or should he have not gone down before he got to the end zone? Oh, he probably should have, yeah. It would have been a smarter play. And he probably wants it back because he knew better. And Detroit didn't have any timeouts. 
So one minute and four seconds left. Gurley gets the ball. Or one twelve, I guess. Gurley gets the ball. And it's funny because the first guy that went to tackle him, like, started to hit him and realized I should let him score. Yeah, he needs so he to just kind of, like, fell into him and fell down on the ground. And Gurley's actually done it twice before in his life, where once he went down early, the uh, team was able to knee-knee, game over. The other time he went down early, but he was just being overly cautious the next play. They wanted him to run it in to get the big enough lead and all that. But here, they said that uh, from inside the five, kickers make 97% of their kicks. Yeah. So do you think he should have gone down, or do you think he should have scored the touchdown? He probably should have went down. They also should have been able to hold on to the lead. Yeah. But, hey, now Stafford's back to being tied with Wilson for most uh, comeback drives with 30, which is impressive. Because he only has like 30 total wins? Yeah, pretty much. Hey, he has a comeback win in half of his wins, all right? Probably. So probably does Wilson, actually. Nah, Wilson has way more than 60 wins. Wilson's probably got like 100 wins. Yeah, he's probably around there. I don't know how many years he's been in the league. When was he drafted? 13? Yeah. He, eh, he might not have 100 wins. That'd be like 12 a year. Right? Yeah, he doesn't have yeah. 12 a year. But... So you think he should have scored the touchdown or should have gone down? Uh, gone down, but... All right, so we do agree. Cause we I... agree, but See, I don't blame him for it. N- no, like he tried to go down, didn't make it. But when that first guy hit him, he should have just fell down. I know sometimes instincts take over. Yeah, you practice, practice, practice. Yeah. You don't. What's that saying? You practice like you play. Yeah. You don't practice to get hit and fall down. So. <laughs> I mean, part of it though is you would think that his mindset on that play right there, knowing okay, they don't have any timeouts left, we can run the clock out, kick a field goal, and win. Like I'm just gonna run this, and when someone hits me, I'll fall down. Yeah, he didn't even have to run. Jump on the ground. Yeah, like get to the hash mark your team wants. Fall they, down there. They shouldn't have even been running the ball. Just what? take the knee there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't know what down it was. but No, first down. Yeah. So, so they could have gone knee, knee. So then it's not even on him. It's on the coach because... Yeah. Why are you even running the ball then? I don't know. Like, it's a good point. They should have just need it to start with. Then, Unless yeah. it... Uh, Maybe there was some miscommunication where, hey, uh, Young Way Koo likes it on the left hash mark or likes it on the right hash mark or whatever. Just go to that side and fall down. Well, and and he went to that side and hit the guy, and like the instincts kicked in. And Usually, you just give it to the quarterback, and he just kind of shuffles over and drops on the ground then. Yeah, so that way you, you don't risk the next the handoff. Yeah, the handoff, the fumble, so all that stuff. I would put a nod on him. I'd put it on the coaching I like it. We're changing the mulligan to the Falcons coach. Because you don't need the touchdown. Or you wanted the touchdown otherwise. Yeah, I mean, the only people that it's good for are fantasy. Yeah. Probably. Oh, I mean, and really Falcons fans should be happy because they should want a top pick. Like this puts them at one and six, and now they're tied for the second worst record in football or whatever. So it does help them. Yeah. That's probably what they really wanted. <laughs> but We're he's going to try to score. He's an interim coach. Well, he's not going to get the job. Yeah. I mean, he is an ex-head coach. It's Raheem Morris. Oh, yeah. But he might get it. Maybe. 
But he and Todd Gurley, I guess, get the combined mulligan for the week. <laughs> if you want to take advantage of your mulligan, you can head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. You can get 18 holes of golf and a cart during the week for just 25 bucks, uh, And it's 35 bucks on the weekend. Hard to find a deal that's better than that anywhere else. It says, what a deal. You missed that part. Landon? <laughs> uh, I'm improving. all right? I want to make it sound different every time. No. Stick to the script. Well, now it sounds different again, so thank you. You <laughs> fell into my master plan. Uh, they're going to have some fall tournaments coming up. We'll let you know once they're scheduled. Uh, part of it depends on the weather. And not only those fall tournaments, but they're going to have a par 3 series as well. Uh, they're shooting for three to five events. Uh, they're a lot of fun, some nice prizes on the line. And getting out there with the par three series with the, some of your friends is a pretty fun way to do it. And when you're in there, you can get a new golf bag. Uh, they're 30% off right now. You can even get some tailor-made clubs to go in that new golf bag. And depending on the club, it's a different percentage off. So head into Homestead for all your golfing needs. All right. I mean, I think we talked enough about Lions Falcons. I think so. It was odd that, like, Falcons' terrible defense. Stafford didn't throw a touchdown until that last drive of the game, which yeah. you would think that was nice. You would Sorry, think Stafford would have. and cough at the same time. You would think Stafford would have thrown for three touchdowns or something, especially yeah. with them not running the ball well. But still throws for 340. Uh, Matt Ryan throws for 340 also. Very similar games by them. But I don't really care about anything else in this game. Nah. Nah. <laughs> But I think the the recurring theme throughout the weekend was close games. Yeah, pretty much. So normally when we're picking games, we look and it's like, okay, here's the three or four close, interesting games, however we want to talk about it. But this week, there was a one-point game, a one-point game, and four three-point games. I don't think I missed any other ones, but that's a lot of close games. And we'll go with the Thursday night one to start it off. Because who doesn't want to talk about a quarterback getting sniped when he's trying to run the ball? The fastest quarterback in the league. It's true, he is. Which, <laughs> that was kind of the talk part of it when he came into the league, that was that he was fast. He's fast. He just needs to get a little more agile. Coordinated? Yeah, coordinated. Yeah. He's not super quick. He's just fast. He's fast. He's got that top-hand speed. Yeah. Which, when they showed the thing, like, he's faster than Lamar. It's like, okay, that doesn't surprise me. Like, Lamar's just in fifth gear right away. Like, he can shift super quick. Yeah, he's the, he's got that Ichiro speed. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, just, he's, oh, he's already going full speed at one step. Yeah. Like, like the little running back, where he, like, makes some cuts and it's like, full speed. Yeah. Yeah. Jones, not so no. much. He needs that with a little bit of... Yeah. So, Giants are on, like, the... Eight-yard line, 12-yard line, one of the two. Their own. So they got 90-some yards to go. They run a zone read to the right. So normally defensive end is supposed to read that. Safety is supposed to read it. Both guys go inside. So Daniel Jones keeps it, looks up. The closest thing to him pretty much is the end zone. Pretty much. (laughs) Just takes off, straight line. Lots of guys will look up at the big screen so you can see who's behind you. Yep. You can tell he hadn't practiced that. No. Not used to running in the open space with people chasing him down. So he makes it a solid 60 yards, gets to the other 30, looks over his shoulder, looks over his other shoulder, and like right in that area you can tell not going to go well. Nope. One little bit of stumble and then it's like, uh, 
It's going down. This would have been the mulligan in the league, and I really wanted it to, but they scored a touchdown. Like, if he goes down and they don't score a touchdown, or even don't score in general, that's the mulligan of the week because it's super embarrassing. Yeah, it's super embarrassing. I don't know if mulligan of the week, though. He did run 80 yards still. Yeah. But also, you ran 80 yards and didn't score a touchdown. Um, so did uh, Buda Baker. He ran 90, eight, 90 yards, and they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, so there you go. But that's not on him. Like, he just got caught by a dude who's super fast. Who's also, like, 100 pounds heavier than him. Ah, not 100. No, but. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also half a foot taller. Yeah, so he should be able to outrun him. Well, <laughs> small people run faster. Science. <laughs> yes. I think that's how that works. <laughs> I think the favorite thing I saw making fun of Daniel Jones do you remember the old Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where they want the game to go to overtime? Oh, yeah. So the guy behind the counter, like he pushes the buttons and it pops up and they pop the sprinkler head up. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what happened. Better get the... Get some instant replay on that? Yeah, the camera crew to enhance. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. <laughs> we both just did the Super Troopers thing. Nice. Enhance. Yeah. And uh, so then the end of this game, kind of like the Falcons game... It's the only other exciting part. Eagles are driving. They get down inside the five. They get a 15-yard penalty. They get pushed back to like the 18-yard line. And part of it in my head is I'm thinking, okay, they don't have their tight ends, so they don't have like lots of guys who can body up in the end zone on a short pass play. Is being back a little bit further better for them? Because you always hear that like when you're in close, the sidelines are extra defenders, right? Yeah, but I think any time inside the 20. Yeah. It's kind of... And anywhere in the red zone is kind of the spot where it's difficult either way. Yeah. But first play, uh, Wentz throws a beautiful like uh, wheel route to Boston Scott. Perfect placement. Catches it. Touchdown. Eagles win 22-21. And take first place. Oh yeah, that's right. At two, four, and one, <laughs> greatest division ever. Hey, they did get two wins. They tried not to, but this game was a lot closer than the other one was because that game was embarrassing. That was terrible. The, the football team destroyed the Cowboys. What was it twenty-five to three, something like that? Uh, yeah, something like that. I want to say that's what it was. Twenty-five-three. Yep, twenty-five to three. So those were the two one-point games. And we'll get into the three-point games. We'll start with division game, Browns-Bengals. This one set a record for most go-ahead touchdowns in the fourth quarter with five, I think is what I heard. Maybe it was just go-ahead scores. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five go-ahead touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's crazy. Because defense wasn't important by by then. Well. Did you see the weird stat about Mayfield in this game? I saw he did terrible to start the game and then was really good. He was 0 for 5 with a pick, 22 for 22 with five touchdowns, or maybe 21 for 21, 21 for 21 with five, four touchdowns, spiked it, broke his streak on the spike, and then threw a touchdown. Trade on spike. <laughs> Fake spike, touchdown, keep that streak going. See, if you're good, that's what you do. Yeah. And big win for the Browns. 
not only because it's the Bengals and they stink. It's like um, it's not really impressive. It's the Bengals. But getting the win without your best running back and best wide receiver. I wouldn't say anything about the running back. They still have Hunt. I know, but Chubb's good, though. Yeah, but Hunt's better Hunt, than... Hunt's really good, too. Yeah, he's still a top running back. Yeah. But OBJ goes down on the first series, second series, making a tackle on the pick that Mayfield threw. So Mayfield's fault. And yeah. he's down with a torn ACL. So he's done for the year. Not good. Uh, does get the Browns to 5-2. and two. But you got to think. I don't know how long. Is Chubb, was, did he tear his ACL too? Chubb? No, I don't think he's that long. What was Chubb's injury? I thought it was so hard with a bunch of those injuries that happened right away. Like remembering who did what. Yeah, I think oh, he could come back after the bye week, week 10, somewhere in there. I, like, I thought he was coming back. I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, it'll be nice to have them back because you can put Hunt in like a Kamara light roll where it's lots of slot catches, things like that. Yeah, they still, I mean, they still have plenty of weapons. Yeah, Higgins was their top receiver, 6 for 110. Yeah, and they still have Landry. Yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones, who tripled his career catches. He had one coming into the game, and he had three in this one. And a touchdown. Yeah, it was on the last play. He was the one who caught the game winner. Um, on the other side, Tyler Boyd had a great game. A.J. Green finally had a nice game. No touchdown, but Boyd, Higgins, and Giovanni Bernard somehow had a touchdown. So when are they trading Green? I don't know. They only have another week or so. week or two, yeah. I don't know exactly when, but... Um, I can't remember if it's before week nine or after. Uh, no, it's one week from today. Well, from when you guys will hear this. November 3rd is the trade deadline. So it is, I think it's 1 p.m. Pacific, so 4, yeah. 4 Eastern. I think so. Usually, yeah. Usual, yeah. Um, so Green's got one more game, one more week to see if they get rid of him or not. Um, I think a big part of getting traded is it depends kind of when your bye week is. Because if a team can trade for you during their bye week, it's nice to get that extra prep with the team. Yeah, I think they take them anyway. Because, yeah. Maybe the Bengals do it. I don't know if they'll try and get anything back for them. Uh, their bye is not this weekend, but the week after. So they have the week after the bye. Yeah, I don't they know what kind the, of contract yeah. he has either. That, um, I don't. But I know he's older, and they're not good, so they really need to get young. He only signed a. He signed a, like he says he signed a one year eighteen million dollar deal. Yeah, AJ Green's an unrestricted free agent after this year. Uh, he's gonna be thirty three next season. He's thirty two right now. So maybe that's going to be harder to trade him and get anything back, knowing he's an unrestricted free agent. Like, it's a rental. Yeah, but I feel like somebody would want him, but maybe it's better if they keep him and then just get the comp pick. Yeah, that all depends on what kind of deal he signs, I think. Yeah. But still. So you have to weigh, are you going to trade him? So you can trade him now for a fifth rounder. Or you can let them leave and get a comp fourth, but that comp fourth isn't until the next draft. Yeah. So you can have a fifth rounder in 2021 or a fourth in 2022. Which are valued about the same usually. Yeah, because they say as every year that passes, the draft pick loses a round. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That and the Falcons, they have a bunch of players to trade too. But... 
even though they said they're not trading Julio and Matt Ryan. Of course, they're not trading Matt Ryan. No one wants his contract. <laughs> Who's the other team? There's another team I was thinking of earlier that to trade a bunch of people. John Blank. Chargers. No, it's an older team. The Vikings. No. The Texans. Yes. Texans. Okay. They should try. They should try and get rid of everything. Yeah, because they have a lot of big cap guys and their team sucks. So they should. Yeah. yeah. Not good there. But Browns get the win. They're 5-2 and two now. Um, and they're chasing the Steelers, who went into Tennessee – uh, matchup of the five and O teams, and for the first two and a half quarters, I want to say, it was not a close game. Uh, Steelers no. were up, I think they were up twenty seven to seven uh, in this one. Yeah, twenty seven seven. Sorry, I keep pausing it to actually go pause the video so that it won't play. Yeah, about ten minutes in the third quarter, it was it kicked it to twenty seven seven, and then Tennessee started to come back and make it interesting. I mean, it helps when you get a 73-yard touchdown pass. So did any team come back from 17? Ooh. Uh, I just saw that they almost did. I don't know. So I was like, oh. I wonder if I can look and think about it. Uh, the Lions were never down that much. The Browns were never down that much. No, I don't no. think so. No. Uh, Eagles weren't. Saints almost blew it. Would have been them if they lost. You know. Tricked me. Where's it even coming from? Oh, the one that I paused, you cheater. I paused it, and it still popped up with an ad. I don't think anyone did. The streak is broken? I think it's done. Man, that's disappointing. There wasn't even really a chance for anybody, was there? It's like, I don't know, did the Falcons do it? Oh, the Cardinals were close, I think. They were down by 13. Right? Almost. I think that's what it was. Oh, I also, we'll talk about that when we got it, but I called that game. Uh, it was 27 14, so they're down by 13. Um, yeah, so Steelers up 27 7. Like, it looks like they're going to run away with it, showing that they're just in a different league than Tennessee. But no. Giant touchdown by A.J. Brown. Um, then Gostkowski kicks the field goal. And then Henry scores the touchdown with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And. That's it. Yeah. No more scores after that. Uh, Tennessee had their chances after that. Um, Big Ben threw. There's a long drive, it looks like. Yeah. Got down to the nine-yard line. Right? Sometimes it's weird when you're trying to look at. Nope. He went from the nine. Uh, Big Ben drives all the way down to. Yeah. From the nine to the nine. Throws a pick. So Tennessee gets it back with about three minutes left, two and a half minutes left. And they actually had a chance. They drove down to the 28. They had a 45-yarder by Goskowski with 20 seconds left, so pretty much no time left. And he missed it wide right. I don't know why they even kept him. He's had a weird season. He was terrible to start the year and then... Well, he missed a ton of kicks in that first game, but he made the game-winning field goal. Yeah. 
But yeah, he's had an up and down year. I'm sure Brad's not happy with him. No, but better than who they had last year, right? Didn't last year they was. Yeah, last year I think they really struggled with their kicker. I don't know who their kicker was. It's almost like you should pay kickers. Oh, Ryan Suckup. Injury plagued 2019 kicking season. Yeah. Yeah, pay your kickers. They're cheap. <laughs> In all comparison, yeah, they are. Kickers and punters, pay the best ones. Uh, what did I see? Derrick Henry had another multi-touchdown game. I think this time it was one rushing and receiving. Is that what I saw? Or am I th- nope. nope, I'm remembering wrong. Never mind. Maybe this broke his multi-touchdown streak. Ah, okay. uh, Deontay Johnson comes back from being injured pretty much the last four games. I think he came out partway through the second game. Two touchdowns, only receiving touchdowns for Pittsburgh. So he had a nice game. Yeah. <laughs> Sent uh, Claypool to the bench. Yeah, one catch for negative two yards. I wonder if something happened with him. Did you know Duracell Optimum No, I did not know. Be quiet. Than copper top? This... If, you, if you're going to play those, you got to get them to sponsor us. Come on. I know. Get on that. Chip, chop, chip. I think that's your thing. Chip, chop, chip. Chip, chop, chip. Yeah. What's that from? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I want to say Archer, but probably not. No. Do, do you actually know what it's from? No, I can't remember anymore. I've said it for so long. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. So, what does that even mean? Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers are 6-0. and Is he even having a good season? Mediocre. Like I mean, not, this game wasn't good. He threw three picks. And was it uh, last week? I don't think he did great. The week before that with Claypool, like, he was the only one who did anything. I don't think Roethlisberger did a lot. Uh, he's, I'm not MVP Not throwing for a no, he's thrown for over 240 yards twice in six games. Uh, he's thrown he threw for 162 yards against Cleveland, but 22 attempts, so that's not that bad. But you say not in the MVP conversation, like I think that that'll be a, a good conversation to have in a week or two at the halfway point. About like, yeah, Russ is the leader for MVP, he let people catch up this week. Yeah, he didn't have a good week either, but Roethlisberger fell behind too this week. So. Yeah, he's not even close. Like, it's so early, like a good game, and you jump up quite a bit. Yeah. So. Well, it's just like Russ didn't have a great game. If Mahomes would have had a good game, puts him right back in it. Yeah, but he had a worse uh, he, he didn't have a worse game because yeah. they won. They won by 30. Yeah, he just had an uneventful game. like 200 game. yards or something. And that's it. Yeah. I don't think he any touchdowns or anything. Yeah. So. so from one twenty-seven twenty-four game to another – with the Steelers winning, going to 6-0. and You got the Panthers and the Saints in kind of a similar game where you didn't think it was going to be close at the end because the Saints went up pretty – weren't they up by 10, 13 points? Am I remembering that right? Yes. I want to say they were up like 24, 14. Come on, scoring plays. I don't know. It's one of those times where you look at the TV and you look too fast. I thought it was 24-7, but it was 24-17. Um, it was only ever a seven-point game, but New Orleans was just kind of mostly always ahead. But they let Carolina back in. It was tied going into the fourth quarter. 
And I guess New Orleans is lucky to get away with the win, not having their top two receivers. Right? Yeah. Because Thomas got hurt again. Yeah, he's got a hamstring, so he's out a couple of weeks. Sanders was put on the COVID precaution list, right? Well, COVID slash exempt. Yeah. So, I don't know if there's... Because I, I didn't think... They said no one tested positive. I thought I heard. Uh, if you come into contact with someone or whatever, you have to get oh, okay, quarantined so. for a certain amount of days and have like three negative tests or okay, something so like that. It's extreme. Yeah. Okay. But have you heard of the leading receiver for New Orleans? Marquez Callaway? Uh, yeah, I've heard of him this year a few uh, times. I had not heard of him. But it's him, Kamara, Traquan Swift, and Deontay Harris. Yeah, he was an undrafted last year. Okay. He's their punt return, kick return guy. He's a gotcha. Um, shifty, speedy guy? Yeah, shifty, speedy guy. Okay. And Kamara just lots of touches again. 14 for 83, 8 for 65. No touchdowns. Kind of surprising. Yeah, all those yards. <laughs> but Breeze, for not having his top two receivers, had a pretty good game. Uh, 29 for 36, two touchdowns, almost 300 yards. Some of the worry with Breeze was the, the arm. Goodness, this is doing that a lot this week. <laughs> that the arm wasn't there. Where's that coming from? Oh, that's mine. That's you? <laughs> nice. You said, uh, you jinxed me. You said, go to ESPN. I thought you had your computer muted, all right? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> but the issue with Breeze was that maybe the arm wasn't there because he's throwing lots of short passes, but it didn't look like a problem in this game. No. He seemed fine. On the other side, Bridgewater still looks good. Oh, he looked really good. He looked like Breeze. 23 of 28. Yeah. <laughs> Um, problem Nor- is they don't got much else no New Orleans did a great job stopping the run yeah 7 for 12 and plus all the other random stuff that doesn't count no you, you gotta stick to the one guy quarterback a cannon a wide receiver and then two people I don't know well the 7 for 12 long of 7 oof so 6 for 5 that's not good no uh, I guess the good news for Carolina is like they're three and four. They missed McCaffrey for four and a half games, yeah. five games, something like that. Like that. And he's supposed to be potentially coming back for a Thursday night game, which is a little surprising. Well, they kind of need him if they're going to try to make a run. Yeah, and good thing is that, like I mentioned a bunch of times, seven teams make the playoffs, so there's an extra spot. Um, and maybe it is a good idea that he comes back because they're playing the Falcons. So, like, if you can come in with McCaffrey and he's healthy, you should beat the Falcons. Get back to 4-4. Four four. They should be able to beat him without him. That's how the Falcons have been playing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Falcons, I don't know, the Falcons are they're like the opposite of the Seahawks. Like, every game's interesting, but they just lose all of them. <laughs> the Falcons are like, hey, we can, we can get a big lead and lose it. Wait, we can go up by 10 and then lose? The Seahawks do the same, but then they win usually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's actually the next game we're going to. Uh, Hawks cards. We talked about it potentially being in the game of the week. Um, and then after we recorded, they actually moved some of the game times. They don't normally do it this early in the year, but they wanted to take the Raiders out of the primetime spot Sunday night because 
there was a worry that they weren't going to have any of their five starting linemen. That would suck. Because their left tackle uh, tested positive for COVID or had the COVID scare or whatever. So all four linemen who had been in a meeting with him that day had to get sent home also. So they didn't have any starting linemen. So they're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have this game primetime. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's not even giving me a chance anymore. It's going to be one of those nights. That's all right. <laughs> no, just like these ads that keep popping up over and over, Tyler Lockett just kept catching the ball over and over. There were some great catches oh. by him. Like, he is like the second coming of Fitzgerald, it seems like. Like, he doesn't seem like the most talented guy, I guess, like, skill-wise. No, yeah. Like, he can't out-jump you, out-run you, like, out-physical you, all no. that stuff. But he catches everything, and he's always in great position. I did see a little bit of this game, and then I saw that um, oh, they showed the uh, completion percentage, touchdowns, and like, QBR thrown between him and Wilson, and oh, it was like it's insane, crazy high. It's like, was it last year or the year before they had a perfect passer rating on deep balls? I think so, yeah. And Lockett's just so good on anything that's over 20 yards. He goes 15 for 203 touchdowns on 20 targets. That's a really good percentage, especially with how many times he's going deep. Yeah. Like he catches 75% of the passes. Because he, well, he has a long of 47, but he had. He had lots of long catches. Yeah. And some of the touchdowns he had, or like there was a one just in the field where like he's kind of. Receivers and corners always like arm fight. Yeah. And it just, it's put right into the crease of his elbow, like as he's falling down and he catches it one handed. You watching it right now? Yep, right there. Right? And that's what happened, right? Yeah. yeah. Against Peterson. Yeah. He kind of hooked the arm and just had one arm. Yeah. And just it's like sunk it right in. Peterson was playing great defense. Yeah. What else is he going to do? Grab the other arm. Yeah. <laughs> and then even the, the touchdown that Lockett scored, I'd say it's in the. The back left of the end zone. Yep, it just happened to. Yeah, and that <laughs> one was funny. like he gets both toes down, and not a lot of guys would be able to get the second toe down in time. Like the ball's out of bounds. Like it's yeah. over, over the white line catching yeah. it, and he's tapping both toes. Like those are the catches we used to practice before games in high school, but the guy's throwing it to you from seven yards away. Yeah, no, no, this one, I don't know. Not yeah, far 40 yards away or whatever. Yeah. But unfortunately for Seattle... He was the only one who did anything on offense that counted. It was good. Well, the running game was good. Through the air, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when you throw it to him 20 times. Yeah. 20 out of 50, though. He still had 50 attempts. Yeah. Then <laughs> um, the reason I emphasized doing anything on offense and having it count was DK Metcalf was involved in two really weird plays. And we'll do the first one that you talked about earlier with him oh. chasing down Buddha. Yeah, on the little lob pass to the... I don't know who Russ was throwing it to. It was not a good-looking throw. It was to the running back who was flaring. I don't know who, which one. but So he lobbed it instead of just gunning it in there. Yeah. Like he over-lobbed it, and then Buddha broke on it hard. Yeah. So Buddha catches it, what, at the... It was like the... It's at the five, two yard. Two yard. Right I think they yeah. said almost a ninety-eight yarder is what it would have been. Yeah. And then DK DK Metcalf is like, 
hold on, guys. I might be the most athletic person in the NFL. Like, he was, I don't know, five yards deep in the end zone? Uh, he, he was in the end zone somewhere. I think the they time. said he ran 100. I don't know if it was, like, from the point the ball was thrown. Maybe he ran 120 yards. Seems that would make too, more. Right? That would make more sense because yeah. he could have ran like fifteen yards while the ball was thrown, yeah. and then he's only ten yards away or whatever. But he chases down Buddha. <laughs> Wilson was closest, and Wilson's like, "Nah, I'm good." And then you see Metcalf just go, Whoa! "Yeah," zooming by. He had the big sprinter run going. Yeah, and I did see a funny exchange or just back to back comments by the Cardinals. Did you see it online afterwards? No, I didn't. Baker's like, that's the first time in my life I've ever been hawked. Like a guy chasing you down from behind. And then uh, Hopkins or Patrick Patterson or someone like that was like, it didn't matter because we hawked him in the end because they came back and beat him. (laughs) That's pretty good. But Metcalf would just, and what was it? The the second fastest speed recorded on a tackle this season. I didn't see that part of it. I think that's what they said. He was it 22, 22.4. Miles per hour? It's pretty good for a guy that's six, four, six, five. I was looking up how fast he ran on the tackle. I will check. 22.64. Second fastest tackle this season. I wonder if it says who the fastest was. Who do you think had the fastest tackle? I'm trying to think of like some super quick corner. Um, yeah. Maybe a super quick corner on a kickoff, maybe? Yeah, or like a, a punt where the guy's punt. just going full speed. Yeah, and hits them. Um, are they going to say? Because if not, or it could be like Nicole Hardman after a Mahomes pick or something. Yeah. But no, it doesn't say. Were you looking up how big Metcalf was? Yeah, it says he's 6'4", 229, but. That might be right because he doesn't have any fat on him. That's true. There's no fat. It's just muscle. Yeah. His article I found is just like a picture by picture of what was going on. Oh, yeah. 6'4", 229, reached 22.64 miles an hour and covered 114.8 yards to prevent the full field pick six. And he saved seven points. Yeah, because they didn't score. Nope, he stopped them. Then they stopped them, and then on fourth down they went for it and stopped them. I was like, oh, that was dumb. But See, I don't mind them going for the touchdown because you have to score a lot to beat Seattle. Yeah, but that's very demoralizing. You pick it, run it back to the five-yard line, and then, yeah, you get stopped. Okay, yeah. so you kick field goal. You get some points. I think you would have pulled them with, like, three. Instead, they get nothing. And then Russ drives down and scores a touchdown. Yeah. Like that should have been the fork. Yeah, they were done. They should have been done. Yeah, but like it was at the time. You figured the Hawks are gonna win by seven or five or something, some weird number. They'll win by five because Arizona was trying to score a touchdown at the end and couldn't. When they could have kicked a field goal, could have had a field goal then and won by one. Yeah, but no. Oh, so Metcalf. Not only is it the second fastest tackle. This season, it's only the second fastest tackle made by a Seahawks player this season because Shaquille Griffin hit 22.75 in week three. That's the fastest. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't think he was that fast. Neither did I. Um, So, yeah. 
Arizona ends up coming back. Um, Kyler Murray had a nice game, threw for 360, three touchdowns. Um, Kenyon Drake went down, and I don't know if re-energized Arizona, but Edmonds had a really nice game. Maybe Seattle was just tired. I think they were tired. It looked like at the end of the game, they just he was just running all over him, but yeah. there was big holes everywhere. He only had five carries, but the long of 32. Yeah. That was a, that was an over. Time. Yeah, it was in overtime. Off the right side or something. Yeah. Yeah, in overtime. Oh, it was in overtime after the pick when they were trying to go back down again, I think. I don't um, remember. No, no, it wasn't. It was in the first missed field goal. Yeah. Um, so, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Interceptions by both teams. Uh, Arizona is able to drive... 54 yards in less than a minute, kick a field goal, 34-34, going to overtime. Of course the Seattle game is going to overtime, right? It's a primetime game against Arizona. It doesn't matter if Arizona's 2-14 and 14 or 14-2. and two. It's going to be close. Uh, Seattle punts. Arizona, this was almost the mulligan here. Arizona drives down. There's... Two and a half, three minutes left. There's 2.47 left on the clock. Well, first, there's three and a half minutes left on the clock on the 18, so 35-yard field goal. Hmm. Kyler Murray is going to go to the left side because that's where their kicker likes to kick from. The guy on the outside doesn't block, so Murray gets hit for a five-yard loss. And for some reason, Kingsbury decides to kick the field goal on second down against the Seattle defense that's super tired and had given up like like they were driving. They hadn't looked good. Yeah, it was something like eight yards per play over the last fifteen plays or something. Like you could have just ran the ball once, got those five yards back, and kicked the thirty-five yarder instead of kicking the forty-one yarder, right? Yeah. So they're trying to get this all figured out. Run him out there late. I saw some things saying that they iced the kicker. No, they didn't. They called timeout because it would have been delay a game. The kick wouldn't have counted anyway. So all the people who said they iced their own kicker, you're morons. Because <laughs> um, he kicked it after the flag was thrown. So it didn't matter. Yeah. They gave him the timeout because it was happened before delay game. Actually goes to kick it wild le- wide left. It looks like a bad mistake by Kingsbury. And we're going to see a tie. So Russ starts driving. So, you know, I would say it wouldn't be a tie. See. Seahawks the Seahawks, yeah. Like, oh, he's going to go down yeah. now and get the field goal with no time left and win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're driving down. Third and 10 at the 48. Throws a little, I think it was like trips left. Throws a little quick, like the bubble screen out. Where like yeah. Metcalf's a slot, bubble screen out. Off the sideline, touchdown. Called back for holding. They show it. Moore definitely held the guy. Like, he had his left hand on the guy's outside shoulder, held him, turned him in. And you can see the guy trying to turn his head and go the other way, and he can't as Matt Cavern runs by him. So then, next play. I don't know what Russ was thinking, but he throws this weird pass to the outside. And it kind of looked like there's no one there. Picked off, returned 12 yards. So now Arizona has it at Seattle's, or right at midfield, pretty much. Uh, nine yards, three yards, seven yards, and then 
Here's one that's confusing. So third and three at the 30. Um, you saw, did you see the very end? No. Third and three at the 30. 25 seconds. Uh, no timeouts. Arizona throws a pass. Sorry, I got yeah. distracted by yeah. the Dalton hitting the head. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. <laughs> Murray throws a go route to Kirk from the 30-yard line. And I kind of understand it because you're hoping, okay, if there's pass interference in the end zone, balls at the two, you get to kick a 20-yarder. Yeah. But also, what if Kirk accidentally commits offensive pass interference? Well, they never call that. Come on. Yeah. Is that end of games? Unless it's in the NFC Championship. <laughs> um, so if they call offensive pass interference there, they're pushed back 10 yards. What's offensive pass interference? Yeah, right? 10 yards. 10. So now there's 15 seconds. You're at the 40. You're out of field goal range. Because I guess their guy doesn't have a long leg. No, I don't think so. I think he's a... He's a shorter shorter kicker. Yeah. Uh, Zane Gonzalez. Yeah. But anyway, fourth and three from the 30. Zane Gonzalez, bang, kicks it home. 15 seconds left. Cardinals win 37-34. Great way to finish the weekend, at least, with a, what was the game of the week. He's along a 56. So it would have been a career long if he had to kick it from the 40 because yeah. it would have been a 57-58-yarder. I don't know how many he has. but Yeah, I don't know. And Russ just didn't have a great game. Well, his numbers looked good if he didn't take away the interceptions. <laughs> yeah. It's a pain. 388? Yeah, 388 on 50 passes, though. Yeah. But he only completed 33, so. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was, what, 1,070 yards of offense in this game or something? Yeah. That's a lot of offense. Probably about right. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so you want to do previews or the big trade that happened right after we recorded last week? Oh, let's go trade. All right. So during the offseason, the Vikings sent the Jaguars a second and a conditional fifth for Yannick Ngakwe. Sorry. He wants a mulligan. Did you see that? Uh, is it the stuff splashed in his face? Is that, <laughs> th- that this one? Yeah. Well, it said he rubbed hot sauce in his eyes. Oh, yeah. He got Tabasco in his eyes, right? <laughs> yeah. During the interview? Yeah. I don't know. Cowboys. One of the Cowboys coaches, I think. Uh, coordinator, I think. Uh, I, mi- I missed who it was. Yeah. Just them a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. So they send a second and conditional fifth. Ngakwe plays for him for five or six games. And then they send him to the Ravens for a third and a conditional fifth. And <sighs> that really... See, that's what I don't like. I had paused it earlier on this page and hadn't gone off. It doesn't care about your pause. I know. <laughs> so... This is what I mentioned with the bye week earlier. The Ravens traded for a guy, start of the week, heading into a bye week. So he gets 11 days, 12 days. Yeah, he should be ready to go. Yeah. But and I guess Ngakwe's from Maryland, went to Maryland, wanted to be drafted by the Ravens. I think so. They were looking at trading for him. They, they've tried to get him before. And now they got him. So now you have Ngakwe, Campbell, Judon. Pearson Williams in the middle for the Ravens. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a win-win for both teams. Yeah. The Vikings get picks because they suck. Well, yeah, they got out of, they got picks for a guy that, like, they gave up a second. Well, they got a third at least. Yeah. So they got something back in return even though their season sucks. So they didn't just 
yeah. waste them all year. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that the difference between that second and third pick could be 50 spots. Yeah, but they still got something. Yeah, they got something back. Like, they, if they didn't trade him, they got nothing, and he's yeah. walking at the end of the year. So is this enough? So the Ravens already had a really good defense. Yeah, they did. Is this enough to, that you could make a legit argument and say the Ravens have the best defense in football? Um, probably. I'm not saying that they do. I'm saying could you make an oh, argument? Oh, yeah, definitely make okay. the argument. Like, I guess anybody who's a top five, seven defense, you can make the argument for them. Yeah. But the test is going to be this week. And I'm glad you went with trade first because we can just go right into Steelers Ravens. Just so you know, I hate the Ravens. Ouch. Because I hate that they always have a good defense and the Saints always suck. <laughs> oh. It's like, come on, it's not hard. Make some kind of defense to go with Breeze and you can win championships. And they yeah. don't, and it pisses me off every year. True. Sorry. I interrupted your segue. That's fine. So, Steelers Ravens. Be able to see which team has a real defense. Maybe both teams have real defenses. Should be a good game. It's game of the week. Yeah. Uh, Ravens are 5-1. and one, Steelers are 6-0. Oh. I think it's in Baltimore. Uh, winner of the game leads the division. The Steelers win the game. They have a two-and-a-half game lead, essentially. Uh, yeah. Because then they have a two-game lead but the tiebreaker. Yeah. You're trying to look and see if it's in Baltimore. I was. But Didn't work? Well, I kept clicking the wrong things and it jumped around. Gotcha. There now, I just got to find them uh, at Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I wish they could flex games this week because they would definitely put this game on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Instead, it's a morning game. <laughs> but do you see the Sunday night? It's a great game. Uh, Maybe for those markets. Not for anybody else because it's Cowboys at Eagles. It's division leading. Yeah. <laughs> Winner of this game will lead the division, maybe. With three wins. Uh, yeah, because the football team has a bye. So the winner of this game will lead the division. So we jumped away from the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ravens-Steelers, part of the reason it's at 10 o'clock is that this game was supposed to be in week seven, got pushed to week eight because of the weird Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Tennessee stuff yeah. earlier this season. Um. With Pittsburgh's offense being back at full health, I think, with Johnson, Juju, Claypool, Connor, I think all those guys. Pretty much healthy. It'll be interesting to see how they can do, especially with Ben not throwing for a ton of yards against the Ravens defense. I think he's going to struggle. You do? Yeah. I sure hope so. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you <laughs> do. But yeah, I don't think their offense is good. They have a lot of weapons. I think I think Roethlisberger kind of holds them back a little bit. I think he's a yeah. solid quarterback now. He's not He's not a top five guy anymore. No, he's But he's ten to twenty. It's always hard to tell. Ten to fifteen, yeah, he's yeah. solid enough. Yeah. I don't know if I could give him top ten. No, probably not. There's too many good quarterbacks. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Good callback. <laughs> Bring it back always. Uh, yep. If you're not top ten, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <sighs> that was such a great day. Um, <laughs> but then on the other side, I guess I think Lamar's has been dealing with some kind of knee injury. They've been trying to keep it quiet, but he's looked a little off. Yeah, he's, they haven't ran it with him. You can. Yeah. It's obvious. Um, I think Ingram might 
be healthy enough to play. He got hurt in their last game. Having it come into the bye week helps. And they also have a couple extra good running backs. They have Gus Edwards and um, yeah, Dobbins, Dobbins, the rookie. Yeah, yeah. So they don't necessarily need him, but he's good to have. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be like the Ravens Steelers games from 10, 15 years ago where it's 17 to 13, but it's like smash mouth, punch in the face all game. No. But I could see it being 24 20 or something like that. Yeah. Just lots of 40, 50 yard drives that yeah. peter out. And... Well, 27 21. Yeah. Sure hope the Ravens win, but that's obvious. Holy cow. Tickets as low as $737. That's a good deal. You could fly to Kansas City and watch a game there instead and come back and it would be cheaper because those tickets start at $70. <laughs> go to go to Tennessee, Cincinnati. I hadn't got there yet. Oh, $22? You want to fly to Cincinnati and watch a game? How do you even... Okay, this makes no sense to me. Like, they, I feel like tickets should all be like seven hundred dollars this year. Yeah, unless like, they're just literally not selling tickets, and I don't. No, I, a lot of these places are doing the twenty five percent, but just the fact that like you should be able to sell for way more. Like, it doesn't matter that it's upper level. Like, who cares? You're one of the few that can get in the game. But the, these tickets are just for sale. Like, they're up in the corner. Behind the end zone. Like, they're not great seats. It's, and I guess you can't tailgate. But it's $22. Go to the yeah. game. I wonder what it costs to fly to Cincy. Jeez. I'm trying to see if there's any decent. Better tell Brad he'll be on the next flight out. He would. He would go. He would go. He's done that? Well, him and Teddy went to the oh, yeah, yeah. Tennessee Jacksonville okay. game. I was like, I remember he went to one of those. But they got, like, nice tickets and round trip airfare for. Four eighty a piece or something, and maybe a hotel stay. He's like, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good deal. I think they said you could do it the whole thing for like five hundred bucks. It's like that's pretty impressive. It's yeah. a good trip. If the Saints and the Ravens are ever playing each other, and we can do it for five hundred bucks a pop, <laughs> that'd be tempting. Might take the trip. Have to start saving up some of that homestead money. Yeah, put it put, put it away and make sure we yeah make sure we can all right. Save it up and do that. Head on out. Well, if they both win the division, or if they both get second, then there's a better chance they'll play next year, so we can root for that. Yeah, there we go. Right. Uh, Homestead. <laughs> Homestead. 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 All right. Uh, so we'll go to your team next, Saints-Bears. Uh, Bears looked bad tonight because they played a real team. What? And their defense scored more than their offense. They got sacked more than they scored on offense because they lost 24 to 10, 27 to 10. Uh, I don't remember what exactly what ended, but it was, yeah. We were watching it when we started recording. But then we didn't pay attention. Muted it. 24 to 10. 24. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think if Sanders will be back, you said Michael Thomas is still going to be out, though. He's questionable. I think he's okay. probably going to be out one more week. Return versus Bears in jeopardy. Interesting. Could miss two weeks. Okay, so he's probably not playing. I would say no. Uh, and this is a also a Sunday morning game. Do 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 do. No nope. nope, afternoon game. Yeah. Okay. In Chicago, um, getting to that time of year where this is what one of the two or three coldest games Breeze is going to play in all year. 
depends on that what the weather's supposed to be like. I don't know what it's supposed to be like. I think sometimes if you click on the game, well, it's 36 today there. Oh, it's supposed to be 47 on Sunday. Oh, so it should be a good game. Yeah, especially playing in the afternoon. It should be fine. Oh, yeah, they'll be good. It's going to be... At least it's going to be 45 the whole time. Okay. So he should be fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Saints are really going to struggle with Chicago. I don't think Chicago can do anything against Kamara. No, I don't really have anybody to stop him. Yeah. I mean... Well, no one really does, so it's really... Yeah, hard, that's but... true. I guess the one hope for the Bears, but this was a Thursday game, so those are always different, especially with Brady is involved. Yeah. The Bears were able to shut down a team who were missing some of their receivers. They need to get someone because uh, it looks like uh, Callaway now is questionable too. Oof, that's not good. So, but I'm thinking Saints win. Probably somewhere similar, like Ravens and Saints both win 27, 20. Somewhere in there, yeah. Maybe Saints win by a little bit more. When Upper 20, low 20, yeah. yeah. We'll save the, the local game for last, so we'll go Rams-Dolphins. And Did you see the stuff that Fitzpatrick said? Yeah. We hadn't had a chance to see too much of his reaction, because I think it happened with the day we recorded, the day before we recorded, something like that. No, it was like the day we the, Yeah, recorded. it happened the night we recorded, or yeah, yeah, the day we recorded. Yeah, I think so. That he was heartbroken and blindsided. I mean, understandable. Yeah, he but played like, well. We were all like, "What like, are you doing?" Yeah, we couldn't figure out the reason why. I still haven't seen a good reason. I told you the reason because they had planned it, and that oh, they yeah. just didn't change it. And, and he needs to get traded to the. There's a couple more options now. Yes, Cowboys don't have a quarterback because Dalton mm-hmm. got murdered. Yeah, he's out. He's. Uh, what, I think they said unlikely. Yeah, he shouldn't play. No, he. I saw that. That was that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Like, and yeah. they were saying that he, the guy that hit him, probably won't be suspended. Nope. There's something a lot of the time where if a guy gets tossed in the first half of a game, they count it as a game. I don't care. This don't. goes back to the baseball thing we've talked about. If you hurt a guy, you're out as long as he is, plus more. Yeah, because he was clearly down. Like you went right into the head with the elbow. I was. Yeah, and also it's the leading with the head, shoulder, elbow. Like it's a quarterback who's not fast or tough. Clearly sliding, like yeah, uh, yeah. Like if you see Matt Ryan scrambling, and you get close to him, he's going to fall down. Like you're hitting him it's to hurt him. With it's, yeah. it's intentional. And bad on the Cowboys for not defending Dalton. Oh yeah, didn't get the top of that. Are you kidding me? No one stepped up. Like If I see a guy take a cheap shot on a teammate, I'll run 50 yards across the field and punch him in the helmet. True story. True story. That's right. It's been, it's been over 20, or it's been 20 years. How yeah. old are you in eighth grade? 13, 14? Yeah, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah, so exactly. 13. So it's been 19 years. I punch a guy in the helmet still for you. My poor blue. <laughs> um, Rams Dolphins, though. <laughs> I got distracted. Uh, the Rams are going to run away with this game. Tua against the Rams front line. He's going to be. Mer- Fitzpatrick's going to be back in the game by the third quarter. You know what? I'm going Dolphins. Really? Going You're just Dolphins. riding that Dolphins fan? Riding right? the Dolphins. Doing it. You've always been a closet Dolphins fan. A little bit. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just seem to always like the players they get, even if they don't always work, and their coaches yeah. are stupid and all that other stuff. But I don't mind their coach. Like other than this thing, I like Brian Flores. Yeah, he seemed to be doing okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're going Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins, especially if Fitzpatrick comes back. Oh yeah, if, if Fitzpatrick comes back, they'll score 17 to start back up that 16 point comeback thing. But if not, Rams win by like 20. Dude is gonna get hurt. First quarter, he's gonna get sacked. Oh, is he gonna get? Or yeah. second? We'll go second quarter. Oh, okay. It won't be a bad injury, but they'll knock him out for two weeks. Oof, that's good. Patrick will dominate these two weeks, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> should we bench him again? Ooh, there you go. All right. Um, last game of the week, we're gonna preview, and this is an afternoon game, just like the Saints Bears one. Uh, Niners at the Seahawks, and I don't know if. Vegas just doesn't care about home field that much anymore. I think so. I think it's because it's, no, th- it's got to be it without crowd. Oh, and no crowd. Yeah, because <laughs> I would think that if the Niners came to Seattle, Seattle would be seven points. Oh, because they get four, four and a half at home. They're three points better. Yeah, right? I'd probably give them six. They're only three point favorites. It seems low for the Niners who have been really beat up this year. Yeah, up and down. They don't have their starting running back still. No, but, oh, uh, Wilson had a really good game, but then he got hurt. He had three touchdowns against the Patriots. But I don't, I don't... count much against the Patriots. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he – oh, he's going to the injured reserve also. Oh. Uh, so is Debo Samuel. So they've lost more guys. So now I want to say Jarek McKinnon is their starting running back, the guy who they originally signed two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. From, uh, so he's still Minnesota. talented, yeah. Yeah, he's just. It's always hard coming back from the ACL. Yeah, but sometimes you need two years. Yeah, not everyone's Adrian Peterson do it in eight months. Yeah, seven months. Yeah. whatever it was. Um, I, I think the night or the Niners, I think the Hawks come back from this loss against the Cards against a Niners team that's gonna be reeling. I don't know who they're gonna give the ball to. Like you still have Kittle, which is huge. But, yeah, he's back, right? Yeah, Kittle's back. Okay. I'm gonna Kittle's gonna have like twelve for one seventeen, two touchdowns, and the Niners are gonna lose by twelve points. I'm going I think I'm gonna go big blowout. Big blowout? Yeah, I think Seattle gets pissed and they don't stop like they usually do and try to hold on for the win. Yeah. I think they're gonna learn from the last game and they're gonna Well it'd be about time. It's only taking Carroll nine years. Yeah, no, it's about time. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the Niners with the big win or thir- Niners with the big loss. Yeah, thirty-four ten. Oof, that would be huge. Big loss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going Hawks with a ten-point win somewhere in there. Yeah, with no running game for the Niners, I don't. They still have McKinnon. I like McKinnon. Yeah, but he's not. He's not like he was two years ago yet. No, and he's not like the other ones they have. So. Yeah. And without him, I don't think they can throw the ball because Jimmy's. Yeah, that's true. A bum. Yeah, you've always said that. Yep. All right. So let's go to the overreactions. And you actually have one this time. Yep. So you can start off with your overreaction for week seven heading into week eight. So I'm going with uh, the Patriots. They trade for Fitzmagic. Okay. Start him. Okay. And then they make the playoffs. And what's their record going to be? Oh, 
got a record too. Well, I don't know. Are they still? Well, you're gonna have to up it because you had them at eight and eight, not making the playoffs. Yeah, those are gonna drop that anyway. So, so I'll do two if they don't trade for him. They get five wins, don't make the playoffs. Okay. They trade for him, they get nine. Nine and make it? Nine make it. So either they get him and go nine and seven or don't and go five and eleven? Yes. Alright, well we're on the same page then. <laughs> because I don't know if you have the sheet up. I just pulled it up and I haven't looked. But you see what I have highlighted in a different color? Go to uh, oh, Patriots, yeah, yeah. Patriots. Going four and twelve, <laughs> Belichick embraces it. Goes for a top pick. He uses that giant stash of picks that he has to trade up to number one and take Trevor Lawrence and restart his dynasty. You know what's the funniest thing? I saw lots of people saying that before the year that they were going to throw the season just to get him. Yeah, because he has so many picks. Yeah, like well, if they didn't, they shouldn't have even signed Cam because Cam has. The- Tendency to win a couple games just because he has some talent. Yeah. Not consistent talent, but some. Yeah. Well, I like that we're on the same page with <laughs> the Patriots doing something weird, either like tanking for the first time in Belichick's history. Yeah. Or putting in a new quarterback partway through a season and making a run to the playoffs. Like they've ever done that before. Never done that. <laughs> Never. So both doing Patriots overreaction. I'm really going to have to figure out wins at some point because I'm t- up to like negative 31. Yeah, you're way up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just keep saying all these teams are going to stink. Yeah, you're like, no one ever, no one's going to win. No, no one's going to be good. It's 2020. Somehow we're going to end up with only 202 wins. I'm not too bad off. No, you're only up. I, I mean, you're well, off by a number. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Did one of them get bumped? Probably. No? What happened there? I probably just typed too fast and put a wrong number in. Because you were oh, right. Because there's a tie now. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's why there's a one in Brad's number. I was like, why does he have a one in there? <laughs> Got it. Because there's a tie. All right. And your spreadsheet didn't account for ties. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. Next week, we'll do a bit on the World Series. They're heading into Game 6 Tuesday night. So we'll just do a recap on what happened and maybe some talk heading into the season about what some teams can do. But we'll save it until the World Series is over for that. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to support us, head to Patreon, Late Night Shots. Check out the tiers that you have on there if you want to help us out, if you like what you're hearing. you can Facebook, Twitter, Anchor. We try and post stuff everywhere. It should pop up on iTunes. And for those that don't have Androids, you can still get it on the other thing. I don't know what they are. Samsungs and all those. Those other things, you know. Yeah. The one with the little green guy. It used to be a little green guy. I don't know what it is now. I don't know. All right. Starting to ramble. <laughs> uh, lots of places you can check us out, support us, help us out. And we'll turn to Alex for an ending to the show. We have spoken.